Welcome to By Design. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. We are so happy that you're with us today. We are going to be talking with um, Megan Meredith. Yeah, she's really sweet. She's from California and she's a girl who, um, she has a lifestyle website. It's called homebodysoul.com. And um, she is just passionate about um, like whole body wellness, you know, like in your home. And bringing God the glory. Yeah. Yeah. And fitness. Like she's, she's got so much energy. Like talking to her, I was like, I was... Like, I wish I could bottle your energy, sweetheart, and I could use some of that. <laughs> yeah. So. And I love that she describes herself as someone with grit. Yeah. Like grit. It was just, I think a lot of us who have had rough childhoods growing up. We've we, got grit We now. will say we have grit. Yeah. You know what I but mean? But it's, it's kind of nice to see that word being used again. Like, yeah, yes, that's please. a good word. So, yes. Um, Megan, she recently, she did a Kickstarter thing where she made this whole like, a whole body fitness planner that you can buy and it use. Sounds, it sounds so great. Sounds really cool. So anyway, we're just excited to for you all to meet her and follow her along on her journey. She's, you know, following God's voice in her life and um, wanting to point people to him and, and just empower and equip women in their homes and yeah. lives. To, like health. Hello. Who doesn't need Come to be? Come on now. Let's take care of ourselves. I know. Right. It's so such an important thing. I might have to buy her planner. I know. Oh, me too. Okay. So, so head over to her website. Um, by designpodcast.com you'll have links to her her website and the stuff we talk about with her so enjoy hi megan hi how are you i'm good it's lynn here danette over there <laughs> you can tell who's who by the masculine voice that's mine oh please oh stop no we're so happy to have you on megan we are so I'm- excited thank you i'm so excited to be here with you and, and chat about all things home yeah. Tell us about yourself. Seriously. Can I just say first, your picture, when I saw your cute oh, picture, yeah. I just about died. You are adorable. Adorable. Oh, And you. I have a thing for redheads. Our oldest is a redhead. Oh, how sweet. Oh my gosh. It's I just, you guys have the girl. best hair. Uh, he's a boy. Yeah. Hudson. Okay. He's got the best hair. And how my sister-in-law, he? yeah, he's 13. And he's, you know, God, he really has the best hair. And my sister-in-law, my my husband's sister, she is a redhead and she just has like they have you guys, you're so lucky. I'm coveting your hair. So <laughs> well thank you. That's always encouraging to hear. <laughs> Do you have the spunky personality that goes along with it? Uh yes. I would say I would say so. When I was smaller, I definitely had some sass and <laughs> I'm I'm pretty stubborn. Um and over the years I feel like I've been able to transfer that sass into like a grittiness, mm. you know, and, and just like a, a mental yeah. resolve and a resiliency. So, yeah. I like that. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's so much the red hair so listen, or if it's like my upbringing. Yes. Maybe it's a combination of both. <laughs> I say use the red hair because I don't have red hair and I wish I did because I could blame that <laughs> for getting my foot in my mouth. <laughs> Oh, that's great. So yeah, so tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Yes. So obviously my name is Megan Meredith and I am a wife. My husband is active duty um, Air Force. So we are currently stationed in Los Angeles, California. See, we've had, we've been talking to a few people from California. We think California is calling. (laughs) Yeah, we are so connected to California right now. now. When we yeah. when we visit, because we have to come visit all of our friends, we'll look you up. You can totally <laughs> stay with us. We have a lovely guest bedroom, and oh. I love 
hosting and having people come and visit. So Aww. you always have a place here. Oh, so is he home right now? Is he like on U.S. soil? Yes. So he is an engineer by trade. So he doesn't really deploy or travel a ton, which is a huge blessing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a little different than your typical military situation. Um, but, you know, he's he's great. He's super smart. Um, actually, we're looking for him to maybe get a PhD with the Air Force. Wow. So we're How still attending. But yeah, so we live out here in Los Angeles and I am a certified personal trainer and a certified health and wellness coach. And I'm really, really passionate about helping women learn how to steward their homes, bodies, and souls. And my, my business name or my brand is Home Body Soul. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into this more mm-hmm. later, but I really see this connect between our home environments and our wellness. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of the connect between um, Home Body Soul and the health coaching and the personal training. I love that. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. I need a trainer. So <laughs> we, I think we, you are on this podcast basically for Lynn and I because yeah. we need your help. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, I just ha- <laughs> did it. And I were having this conversation like earlier. Like, I hate that swimsuit season's coming up. Oh, because I've really mm. enjoyed sweater season. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, we're out here in Indiana, I mean, it's, so it's still cold here. Oh you, yeah, is it snowing there today? Not t- well, not today, but just wait half okay. an hour. You never know. <laughs> yeah, <so>. it's been <laughs> crazy. Maybe. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. Yeah, so you have that homebody soul, right? You, mm-hmm. you have a website, and you um, are a coach. And uh, what else do you? What else do you have going on? Because it sounds like you have a lot of spare time with all those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I also launched a fitness planner hmm. on Kickstarter back in October, November timeframe. Cool. And um, we raised over $15,000 on Kickstarter to help fund this creative project, this fitness planner, and bring it to life. Hmm. And we will be receiving our inventory in about a month. Okay, tell and me, I'll be what getting... is that? What's that mean, a fitness planner? I need to know the so, things. Yeah, so this fitness planner is literally unlike anything on the market. I kid you not, I was standing in my office one day last May getting ready to go train a client. And the Lord literally downloaded this idea into my head. And I was like, that's a brilliant idea. Surely that exists. So I started to Google my idea of this fitness planner. I could not find it anywhere. Couldn't find anything like it on Amazon. You name it. It did not exist. And so I was like, huh, well, that's interesting. So I mentioned it to a woman who I was training, who also was helping me with some business coaching. And she's also a very strong believer. And she was like, Megan, you have to create that. She's like, that totally was from God. Like you have Hmm. to create that. That's so basically what it is, is it's a six month undated planner where every day I give you the skeleton of a workout. So I'm telling you what type of workout it is, whether it's cardio or high intensity interval training or uh, core or strength training. And then I break down the workout for you. I tell you exactly what muscle group to work and the number of reps and sets. But here's the kicker. You get to choose what exercise you actually want to do because there are a lot of done for you programs. But let's be honest, there are a lot of people who can't do certain exercises because they have physical limitations or wherever they're at with their fitness level. They're lazy. So this <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry. Well, well, but this is but seriously, this would help you if you are starting out to choose exercises that you feel confident in doing and, hmm. and that are realistic for you, given your 
fitness level. So I have 160 plus exercises in the back of the planner for people to choose from. And I have it broken down into the different muscle groups. It's very easy to locate and, and navigate. And then there are pictures of me doing each exercise with a little blurb oh of how gosh. to do it. So is this like a physical book? It's not digital. Yes. It's <gasps> physical because for as from a coaching standpoint, when we write things down, right, something happens in our brain. Agreed. And this is an incredible tool. And I don't want this tool to just help people get fit. Like I literally want it to help people learn how to set goals and achieve them hmm. and, and how to track their progress and, and starting with their fitness. But the goal is that it would transfer over into every other area of their life. Hmm. That's pretty brilliant. That really is. Okay. So I just signed up. Okay. Everybody laughs at me because if you, if you could see me, you would laugh too. I signed up for my first half marathon. Mm. Um, nice. I run in September in Chicago and I haven't even started <laughs> training. And it's like, cause it's been so cold. I don't want to run outside and I cannot run on a treadmill. I tried it. I had the treadmill for yeah. years. And so I'm just like, oh, I just need to get outside. This cold is driving me crazy so I can run. And so it's been a cold spring. <laughs> mm, well, you've got time. You've got time. I know. You can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> 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 That's so great. So you have this Kickstarter going on and then mm-hmm. you're like a lifestyle coach too, right? Yes. Yes. So, so health health and wellness, but so much of our health and wellness journeys are about our lifestyle and, and you know, what's going on in our home environments, our workplaces, it all, our sleep, it all really affects our overall health and wellness. How did this become so, like something that you you realized? Like, how did that connect for you? Yeah, so I I didn't really know the connect myself up until like a year or so ago, which sounds like crazy. But I have always really been into health and preventative healthcare. I wanted to go to school to be a physician assistant, and oh. that didn't work out and God kind of redirected my path to health coaching and personal training, which is a perfect fit for me. Um, and I, I felt him calling me to create this, this brand home body soul. He gave me that name four plus years ago. And I just thought it would be a brand to encourage women in, you know, decorating their homes and taking care of their bodies, all of that. It wasn't until last year that the Lord pieced it all together for me. And and showed me that my story, my upbringing, really is at the heart of this brand. Wow. And, and it's through that lens of my story that that's why I'm so passionate about this. Hmm. That's so great. I love it. Yeah. Why don't mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about that? You mentioned that um, in one of our correspondence, you were you were just telling me a little bit about what your life was like growing up. And just maybe that's part of what fuels your passion for this whole well-home environment. I, it's mm-hmm. so true, though. Like how we were raised, it really does um, impact us later it on. It does. Yeah. 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 So I uh, I grew up in a pretty unhealthy home environment. I watched my dad struggle with alcoholism my entire life. Oh. And, uh, you know, as you can imagine, that just is, is a really stress-filled environment. Mm-hmm. Lots of yelling and screaming and doors slamming and, right. and just toxic, toxic environment. Mm. Um, so that was, that definitely shaped how I view the world. And right. it has 
looking back now, I can see how it really affected my own health and wellness currently, but then also growing up. I have always been a worrier mm-hmm. and I know that that's because so many of our nights, my mom and I would sit at home worried about if my, you know, where my dad was and if he was going to make it home that night. And if he didn't make it home by a certain time, you know, she would tell me to put on my sneakers and put me in the car and it'd be way past my bedtime. And we'd go driving around searching for him, searching Mm -hmm. for his truck just to make sure he was safe. And so that kind of cultivated Mm -hmm. this habitual worrying and this habitual fear-driven mindset within me. And and that really does affect your health. And so then fast forward to college and I start suffering with panic attacks, Mm. like debilitating panic attacks where I literally feel like I'm dying and like I'm having a heart attack and I need to go to the hospital. Yeah. So I, I hear you that it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. So, so how did, that's just, sorry, I just, I'm, I'm feeling for you because I know, I know how much that um, unhealthy environment. It, mm-hmm. You pick things up, and then especially when you watch your your dad like that struggle. How did that shape your your relationship with God? Like, so how did you come to that to that relationship? Yeah, so that's you know I came to know the Lord when I was a small girl. My mom was raised in the church, and it just kind of naturally happened. Like it does for a lot of people who you hear are longtime Christians, like they were five years old and just accepted the Lord. That's kind of how it happened for me. I remember where I was in my bedroom. My bedroom was a Noah's Ark theme. And I remember like kneeling beside my bed and praying Mm -hmm. and letting Jesus into my heart. And to be honest, growing up in such a stressful environment and walking through so many scary incidences with my dad and um, my mom also got cancer when I was in college. I felt like I could never run away from God. Like I would try so, so hard, Mm -hmm. but he never let me run away. And he always brought me back. And it was totally a grace from him. Totally a grace because like my life could have turned out so very differently growing up in such an environment like that. But he just kept me in the palm of his hand and kept me safe and kept pulling my heart back to him and reminding me of who he was and Mm -hmm. that everything was going to be okay. And even when I didn't really know what that meant, like I couldn't, I I couldn't run away. And I don't know if that fully makes sense, but. No, it does make, it makes sense. Um, Cause our God is a pursuing God, you know, he's Mm -hmm. always right there. So it's just, I I know like myself too, and, and other people, other girls I've, I've talked to, you know, so many times our earthly father, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we have a hard time viewing God um, as good or that we're worthy mm-hmm. or, you know, all mm-hmm. these things. Cause we just never felt that with, you know, your earthly dad or you've been hurt or, you know, there's lots of different situations yeah. that people have walked through. Um, did that, did you have to deal with that at all? Yes. I had to deal with that over the last two years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think what happened was I journeyed so much of my life, just walking through this brokenness like it was my it was my normal Mm -hmm. and I never really processed any of the trauma Mm -hmm. and my mom got cancer when I was a sophomore in college stage three ovarian cancer literally thought it was a death sentence I mean it Mm -hmm. was so scary Uh, about three weeks after that my dad fell off of our roof at home and 
almost paralyzed himself. Um, and so within a matter of three weeks, I almost became an orphan, no joke. And it was a very, very scary period of time. And I never processed through it. I was just like going through the motions because I had to survive. I was in survival mode. Mm -hmm. And so then I, I got married in 2014 and things just kind of slowed down in my life. I didn't have, my husband, uh, you know, graciously allowed me to stay home so I didn't have to work. And I had a lot more time on my hands. And it was during that time that I was able to just really reconnect with God on a much deeper level. And I realized a lot of misconceptions that I had about God. And he brought a lot of things to light. Mm-hmm. A lot of these traumas and pains that I had never properly processed through and, and dealt with. And so uh, I had I went through about a year to a year and a half period of time where I was having really, really severe panic attacks. And I was convinced that a tragedy was on the horizon. I was mm-hmm. absolutely certain that God was like my life was just going too well. Like something was mm-hmm. surely around the corner about to happen. And to me, that was, he was going to take either my husband or my mom away from me, the two people that I loved most and felt closest to. And I was convinced of this. And I mean, I lived my days just so fear-filled. And wow. after, it was about a year and a half you know, into that whole season that the Lord just collided with my soul and convicted me that I didn't believe he was a good God for me. I knew, I knew he was a good God, mm-hmm. you know, theologically, mm-hmm. and I knew he was good for other people, but I did not believe he was a good God for me. And I think that that 100% ties mm-hmm. back to the broken relationship I had with my, have with my earthly father, you know, like you were saying. And mm-hmm. so, you know, he's, God has blown up my heart and in a matter of a year, he's done totally like soul transforming work within me. And I feel like I'm a totally different woman. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And it's just more confirmation to me that until we process through our pain and our trauma, we cannot experience God fully and we cannot really experience wholeness in our lives. Wow. That's so true. And you know, I just listening to your story and I don't know, I think there's so many people that live in fear like that you know mm-hmm. that um that we don't realize the way that god loves us and the blessing mm-hmm. and the goodness he has for us here in the land of the living we're so afraid of, of the, the judgment and the or the yeah or, or of the loss that we don't even get to experience the goodness of knowing him you know like because mm-hmm. that's where you know, we think the beauty and the depth of life come comes from holding on what we want to hold on to. Like we want to hold on to our husbands and our parents and our children and our jobs. And we think holding those things are what make us makes us whole, but actually it's knowing him in a deeper, real way. Mm-hmm. Like that's the stuff, you know, it's so it's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. I, I'm excited for people to hear, hear you say all these words, because I, I think that there are a lot of people that you know, are, are living that way. And, and, um, you know, God, God brings, sometimes he does use the hardships to bring that out of us, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I, I reached a point where I was like, you know what, Lord, I want to use this pain as a platform mm -hmm. to help all of the other people who feel alone, who feel hopeless. I want them to know that there's freedom found in Mm -hmm. him and Mm -hmm. that they don't have to live fear-filled 
worry-filled days that are robbing them of of joy and of experiencing all that God has for us. Amen. Have you read um, Rebecca Lyon's book, You Are Free? I have. I love her. She is a powerhouse. (laughs) You would love that book if you haven't read it. Yeah. It's such a good book. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. I I I definitely, I, I relate a lot to to what she's experienced. Yeah. Just with the freedom we have in Christ and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just his transforming work. And I don't know. I, I love too, that what you're going through, like, you know, God kind of saved, saved it all for such a time as now, like yeah. such a time as this, mm-hmm. like you're doing these things and you're sharing your story and God's putting all the pieces back, but you're not keeping it for yourself. You're like sharing it. Like mm-hmm. that's and awesome. that takes guts. Yeah. And that's totally God. That's the grit. There's 100%. the red hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's totally God. I, I cannot take credit for that, honestly, because I never wanted to do this ever. I never wanted to share my story. Yeah. I was the girl in college who felt so ashamed because mm-hmm. I grew up in a very broken home. I went to a Christian college and everyone just seemed like they came from these perfect right. families that had yeah. white picket fences and everything was Rosie. lovely. And yeah. yes. And I, I kept that story so hidden within my heart because Mm. no one could know that that's where I came from. And now God has entered in and is like, given me this passion, this desire to share it with thousands and like, let people know that they don't have to stay silent. They don't have to suffer in silence that Mm -hmm. there are so many other people who are are going through adversity and and hardship, whether it be, you know, an alcoholic father or, or something different but we can be united in that and we can point each other mm-hmm. to Jesus through that. So true. I, you know, I, a few years ago, I had something kind of, I mean, I had started to deal with some past hurts that had happened in my life. And it was so funny because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we think we're okay. And like, you know, mm-hmm. we, we made it through those times. Um, but if you don't properly deal with things, we rationalize it away. Yeah. We, we mm-hmm. kind of, stu- oh, we, yeah. we kind of stuff it. And you know, like when I went through all my struggles, when I was younger, I had the Lord too. I had the Lord and I relied on him and I looked to him, but I never talked through or even just let myself feel some of it. And it, it's come out now as an adult, like in mm-hmm. my older years, like something would happen or trigger something. And I would just find myself emotional and crying. And I'd be like, where it would sneak <laughs> up on me. I'd be like, where is this coming from? This is bizarre. It's like dandelions, right? They just keep <laughs> popping up. Like, you can't. yeah, <laughs> right. But then, you know, when we, so sometimes we, we, it's a beautiful thing to revisit some of those hurts and, and see God's, let God's grace cover it all properly, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, in the light. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's well, so and cool. Then, and then how, like, we get to share it with each other and you get mm-hmm. to encourage somebody else, you know? And like, right. like hearing your story, it's just so, it's so encouraging for, for the girl that's completely can um, relate to you because we know, we know they're there, you yeah. know? So mm-hmm. I just think that's, it's just so great how God, if you're willing, he's going to use all those broken pieces mm-hmm. To just Amen. you know shine brightly, so that's so mm-hmm. that's so great. So, how long have you been doing this homebody wellness? Yeah, so, so I started. I started when my husband and I got married. Uh, so almost four years, Aww. and the Lord has really helped to shape what this brand well, you know, wellness mm-hmm. lifestyle yeah. looks like, and it's it's changed over the years, and it's it's evolving, and I'm so excited to see where God is taking it. He's definitely given me more of a heart to share my story and 
and the the purposeful pieces hmm. versus the practical one-on-one uh, personal training. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love I love fitness. I I think um, health and fitness can be incredible spiritual experiences and push us closer to the Lord. Um, yeah. But I I just feel this call to to use my story as this platform to reach people in a a bigger way. So yeah, it's been exciting to see how it's transforming and transpiring over the years. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm in it for the long haul. So whatever you have for me, like, I just want to be obedient to you. And I'm for a long time, I held home body soul and like with a clenched fist because I wanted (laughs) it to look a certain way. Hmm. And since I've opened up that clenched fist and released it to him, Hmm. he's, He's doing something and I don't exactly know what yet, but, um, oh. I know that he's in it yeah. and that's exactly where I want to be. Amen. I don't want to be doing it on my own. No way. No, he gives us so much more. Doesn't oh, he? Like yeah. we, we ask, we think we want to ask for this and hold it tight and he gives us so much more. He's like, uh-huh. just, it's like the monkey, right? The jar, like with the jar, oh, with, the- with his hand in the jar, you know, like you just let go. Yep. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. get his hand out, you know. <laughs> I love it. <that>. So <laughs> funny. So, tell us about your passion for people's homes and bodies and souls. Like how we can use it for the glory of God. You you mentioned before um, just something about uh, cultivating a well home environment. I don't know. I mm-hmm. think our listeners would benefit from that. I, w- I want to hear. Yeah. So i I have a few like practical things, and then also. I'm way more passionate about the emotional, like spiritual component, Mm -hmm. but I have learned a lot over the years about practically having a well home environment. And I'm, I am really passionate about educating people on, on how to live healthier lives Hmm. and, and living in a clean home environment. Uh, and, and just understanding the effect that, you know, certain things have on our health that we put into our homes, whether it be, the paint we use, the flooring, the hmm. textiles, fragrances, all of that. I definitely try to live pretty clean and holistically, even from that standpoint of like what is in my home. And so I I don't do it perfectly, hmm. but I am cognizant as to what we bring into our home. And like when we were repainting our house, I made sure that we had like, you know, no VOCs in the paint. And I've pretty much switched to all natural cleaning products because, you know, there's some pretty nasty chemicals in Lysol and all those other sprays. And so, um, you know, just with living a a holistic lifestyle and, and really my messaging for my brand, I was like, I need to switch, switch this around and, and just be more careful and cognizant as to what we're using in our home to clean it. And, um, all of that thing. But I am way more passionate about the spiritual and emotional um, side. So this that's like really what my heart beats for and sharing how our home environments impact our wellness on a deeper level. So obviously, growing up in an alcoholic home, witnessed and experienced a lot of unhealthy habits. Mm. Um, and because of that, I've, I've seen myself, but more so my mom, really struggle with depression and anxiety and fear and negative self-talk because that was all she heard in her marriage and in our home. And I've seen how that has deeply scarred and and wounded her, her more so than me, because I would say the verbal abuse was, was really heavy towards her. And so um, 
I've realized over the years that what happens within the walls of our homes really matters. How we speak to one another, the words we use, the tone in which we use, the attitude, our heart posture, it all either helps to cultivate a life-giving home or a life-sucking home. Mm-hmm. And I, I've realized that our homes are are intimate places. It's the place, the one place in the world where we fully let down our guard. Like no place right. is like home. Right. And it's a sacred place. And we have to we have to guard that and we have to protect it. And you know that that's the goal of a home is to be a place where we can truly be ourselves and and feel safe and accepted and loved. But when our homes aren't safe places, we build walls up and then we walk out of the front door with those walls into our workplaces, into the gym, our church, our communities. And when we aren't, you know, living in a nurturing and nourishing home environment, we can't be that outside of the home, mm-hmm. you know? And so we continue to live lives that are surrounded by these impenetrable walls, you know, trying to self-preserve ourselves all the while we're shattered on the inside. And I walked through so many years of my life that way. Like, because my home was so broken, I built up all these walls and walked around my daily life with these walls built up and didn't want to let anybody in and just acted like everything was fine all the while I was shattered on the inside. And so I began to see that, okay, well, if my home isn't safe, my home isn't a safe haven where I can process through these things, have open lines of communication with my family and and the people living within my home, how am I able to walk out that front door as a, as an open vessel, as a a whole person, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. No. And and you're so right. Like the, the thing is I want my kids to walk away with is saying that I was the same in my home as I was outside of it. You know, mm-hmm. like if as I was on a Sunday or, you know what I mean? People mm-hmm. are welcome in my home and they're not going to leave um, feeling attacked or, mm-hmm. you know, unloved. I want them to feel seen and welcomed and co- like, you know, that they, I'm happy they're there, you know, for my kids mm-hmm. when they come home from school to, to my husband when he gets home from work. Now, do I do that perfectly every time? No. But, you know, let's, let's make sure we, we put those practices in place. And a lot of it's like a, a, a bad habit of a thought pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, like our, our thoughts and our and where we're looking and what we're trying to achieve, that's where we're going. So if we are constantly not feeding ourselves God's word and the things of him, you know, that's not going to be getting out of us then. Mm-hmm. So and, I, and I've just so seen that, you know, I've seen yeah. how that um, how that affects my home. Like when I'm not, when I'm operating in my own strength, trying to do all the things or if I'm operating in, in his strength. Yeah, it, it's interesting too, like the, how tightly knit together like our emotional and physical health is like with Mm -hmm. how our home functions like if we're if we're taking care if we're doing the things to take care of our bodies and you know you're gonna and to take care of our souls you're i think that's gonna show up in your home as well like um, just talking about the environment that you create in your house uh, you know like if you if your house is a total disaster like 
constant disaster. Um, I think that somehow that's going to reflect upon, you know, like we have to, I don't know where I read it because I know I can feel like this. Like when my closets are crazy and chaotic, you know, like Monica, like we all have like that one closet. That's just like, don't open the door. (laughs) Um, But or a room, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Like if Uh that feels cluttered, I feel cluttered. Mm -hmm. You know, if I feel like my, my kitchen's just dirty, I feel dirty, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's funny that psyche, yeah. thing that happens in your brain like I, I need some order and then I feel calmer yeah. <laughs> like, yeah and I think what happens too is sometimes the outside disorder is a reflection of the inside disorder yes it really and so is how we feel about ourselves inside and what how, the state of our the state and health of our souls I think can go outward and and that's how we you know take care of our homes absolutely I can I actually really do I think um, there's truth. I definitely truth think that. there really is. But at the same time, I think we have to all be careful at like um, just sometimes we want to perform, right? We want to live in perfectly clean houses and mm-hmm. perfectly organized We're lives. We're not Cleaver. And at the same time, but you know, just like um, Megan, like you mentioned, like growing up um, and going to a Christian university, there were all these kids with like the perfect white picket fence lives and mm-hmm. um you know, none of us, right. like we can't, we can work hard to portray that and to have it look like mm-hmm. that. But we have to remember that like, that's not our identity. Yeah. Our identity isn't yeah. wrapped up. Like we are, we have to be a little bit messy because that's where we need Jesus, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I completely agree. And I, yeah, I, I just, I wish, and this is just a wish because, you know, <laughs> we'll never see this, the side of heaven. But I wish more people would be vulnerable with their mess. Yeah. Right. You know, so that we all didn't feel like that person is living the white picket fence life when deep down they're like suffering so much or, yeah. And and so I, I hope that by me sharing my story, it will encourage other people to share their brokenness, their mess, so that we all feel like, you know, okay, we're all in the same we all got our stuff, you know? Yes. Oh, don't we? Some of us have more stuff than others. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so this is so... So how in your home, like, do you have a place in your home? What's your style like? What's, what is your... Like, I have a vision right now in my head what I think your, your style would be like. And like, I'm picturing like very like minimal, uh, clean lines, white. How close am I? Uh, pretty close. <laughs> we... Um, <laughs> I like white, but I are all of our walls in our house are painted a uh, creamy white. So they're Ooh. it's got a little yellow in it, so it's warm. warm. I wanted I wanted it to be a warm white because sometimes white can be really sterile. Yeah. And I wanted it to be light and airy and bright in our home, but I wanted it also to feel really warm and cozy. And so yeah, I love I love bright and airy, but I also want it to feel really cozy. I'd say my style is like cottagey. Like Not, Joanna Gainsey? Yeah, I mean, but who isn't now? I know. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I, her yeah. stuff at Target is just so great. I I walk through it every time just for fun because it, I know. it's like a feast for my eyes. It, mm. it is. It's so lovely. I Yeah, I love that type of style. I, I'm pretty traditional too. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm really into modern or like, I like the idea of bohemian style, but I just don't think it's me. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, like the I'm desk. with you. I wish I could be bohemian, but I can't do the clutter. Yeah. Just too much stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like the desk that I'm currently sitting at in my office is an antique desk that, Ooh. I mean, it's like, 
it's very antique and Can it's been repainted. <laughs> we want to see sure it. I want to see it. I'll put it on the po- on the website. Yeah. Sounds dreamy. Yeah. So how about um what's your design love in your in your home? Like if you have one, do you is there something that you like to collect or that you like to that you are always hanging things you're always hanging on your walls or you know, you're drawn to something specific? Hmm. Like, That's such a tough question because I, I love know. everything home. I really do. Um, See, and I do. Have I, a, I've discovered I have another one I need to add to my plethora. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to inter- interrupt you because I, no, I went okay. into Marshalls and Home Goods yesterday, and I couldn't leave without a new candle. Oh, <laughs> I love candles. Oh, I was I like, oh, I think I have a problem. Candles. I think I have because I have so many jars of candles. Mm-hmm. Like, like I need another yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I don't. Candles are a good one. Uh, I'd have to say area rugs and pillows because I feel like you can totally change the style and look of a space through rugs and pillows alone. And Mm -hmm. like a really good rug can warm up a space, make it feel cozy and finished and pillows. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, do we even really need to go there with the pillows? I mean, I think every woman on the face of the planet mm. would join me in pillow solidarity. That, yes, like, I agree. You need, it's you need good pillows. the first thing my husband and his <laughs> friends do when they come over. They all take all the pillows off the couch. <laughs> Why? <laughs> my Why? Poor, my poor father-in-law, he comes, he takes all the pillows off his off the guest bed. Like <laughs> I've just learned to not put them on when they come. <laughs> I know. I'm like, my husband, he will never understand the pillow thing. And I'm like, it looks so pretty. He's like, but it's not practical. He's such exactly. an engineer. But I I'm know. like, but it looks so pretty. And like, Look I think the texture when women, coming. yeah. And this is actually an interesting story. So a couple weeks ago, we had my husband's coworkers come over. We hosted a Super Bowl party and most of them are guys. And they all commented on our home and how, beautiful and lovely it was. And none of them said anything like, usually when we have women come over, they comment on, you know, our furniture, like the style. These guys were just like, oh, your home is really pretty. But I, I guarantee you it's because of the way it was decorated. They, they can't really assign, you know, like articulate what it is that makes the room great. Right. That it's the pillows or it's the rug. They just see the whole thing. And it feels good. Yeah, but I'm like, see, Wes, there is value in having the pretty pillows. You're welcome, dear. (laughs) I love it. Oh, that's so great. So, um, is there a room in your house that you prefer to do like your study and like, do you have um, a space that you gravitate to? Mm, I love every space in my house. I really do. Um, And I think mostly it's because we. We bought this house almost two years ago and we've completely renovated it and breathed new life into it. And so every space is just really special to me. So that would be a hard one. That's Uh, so fun. It's been really fun. It's been a lot of hard work too. Yes. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And especially were you living in the space while you were renovating? Yeah. So we currently are doing that right now. We just started our bathroom uh, last Friday. And so currently living without a shower because oh. our house is a teeny tiny house. We live in LA, so you don't get much for your money. So we have one and a half bathrooms. So our full bath is being renovated. So we are without a bathroom, like oh. a shower. So you're like hitting up your friends for a shower and <laughs> at the yeah. gym. You're probably at the gym. See, I yep. have to hit friends. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Sense. So that's, that's been a little stressful. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't really deal well with renovation mode and living in it. I can get a little grumpy oh, and irritable. Yeah. And I, I like totally feel convicted about that because I'm like, Megan, 
you need to just be so grateful that you yeah and just grateful that like we can even do this which I am so grateful I just my sin nature my OCD all of that (laughs) just like is so heightened during this time it's so and I, I need to it's it is a constant pruning process for me to let it go yeah you yeah. know, I I can have a clean home in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, seriously? So, yeah, then you'll enjoy well, it then. Sp- spring cleaning is here, right? That's so right. We're all about mm-hmm. re- we're all about ready to get all over that. I know I am. Oh, me I too. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I I saw a post on your website too about spring cleaning. Yes, we'll have to. All last week we were talking about spring cleaning, and I kind of related it back to our hearts and our souls as well and how spring is a great time to just kind of reevaluate all of the areas in our life and kind of hit the reset button, Mm -hmm. not just for our homes, but for every aspect of our life. So yeah, you should check it out. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, We'll have a, we'll have a link to that on our website. Yeah, definitely. Um, Just, we want all of our friends to head over to Megan's website and check out her. Is this a book that you're putting out or the whole Kickstarter thing? How, how do people Get use that? that huh? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. So the planner can be pre-ordered currently at www.wholebodyplanner.com. Okay. And we're in the process of merging that website with my main website. So eventually it will all be, the shop will be oh, on great. homebodysoul.com. But we're, that's like a month out. We're in the process of reorganizing and integrating all of that. But yeah, it can be pre-ordered. I'm getting my first shipment of the planners in about a month. And then the second wave will come a few weeks after that. And I will ship them out to everybody. But uh, it's a really beautiful planner. It's, I mean, I spent months working with my designer to make it just really lovely. I wanted women to, to feel like they wanted to use it, you know, cause we all buy planners and then like, don't use them. So I wanted to design this one that they would actually be inspired to open it up and use it and, and have fun with it, get messy with it. Uh, but have this place that they can come every day and feel inspired and, and just track their progress and stewarding their body. Well, I'm, I'm all about stewardship in all areas of our lives, stewarding our homes and our bodies. And so the, the planner is really just a tool to help people to do that. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Seriously, I'm really excited. So head over to our website, bydesignpodcast.com. There will be a link to get over to uh, over to Megan's stuff here. And she has she's homebodysoul.com too, where you can um, find her and all her amazing uh, encouragement and follow her along on her platforms. And Megan, thank you for talking to us. You're just, you're sweet. We hope you just have all the luck in the world. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been such an honor to chat with you ladies today. And I had a lot of fun. It's so fun. I love making new friends. So I know me too. Yeah. And we'll see you when we come to California. Yeah. We'll be right there. (laughs) In our day. Put the pillows on the bed. Six of them will be on there. There you go. That's hilarious. All right. Well, take care, Megan. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you too. Okay. Okay, Bye-bye. Bye.